It sure is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. God's been real good to us and let us come back again. God's blessed us so much and it's good to see everybody here this morning. And uh, we've got some folks that haven't been able to come. It's come back and uh, we've got visitors and some visitors that's come back and just every person that's here, <clears throat> we thank God for you and we appreciate you. We're glad you're here with us in the house of God this morning. And uh, I have a scripture come on my heart to read. And I just uh, uh, preached from this uh, uh, a few weeks ago, but uh, it's come back on my heart to read it as opening scripture this morning. And uh, in uh, the fifth chapter of Second uh, Corinthians, uh, starting at verse 20 and then Going down into the first two verses in, in chapter 6 is where I want to read. So <clears throat> starting at uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5 and uh, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead that you be reconciled to God. For he hath made him, and that means God hath made Christ, to be sin for us who knew no sin. He never sinned, but he became sin for us and took those sins and nailed them to the cross. Okay, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. And listen to this, it sums it up. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Now that word succored means offered help or reached out help. In the day of salvation, I've offered you help. So, and it goes on, it says, behold... Look at this. Now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So that's what I felt like starting with this morning. I'd like to ask everybody to stand. We'll offer a word of prayer <clears throat> as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for your mercy and your grace. And thank you for the spirit we've felt this morning already. Thank you for Sunday school, Father. Thank you for each one that's come this way. And, uh, God, we're just uh, excited to have church this morning. Thank you for allowing us to be in the house and to have church. And God, what a blessing it is. God, ask, we ask you today, God, to help us to have a Holy Ghost meeting. Help us to have a powerful service that would stir our hearts and uplift us and especially would speak to those that are lost that they'd see their need to come and get saved. God, we pray that you'd speak to those that's here maybe that's saved but not where they need to be. They'd come and repent and get in because, Lord, we know we need everybody. God, we pray for this service today, and we ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We'll turn the service over to the choir. Page 28. Page 
page 38. Page 38.
This time we're going to have the choir come down and turn it over to Brother Joel. Like I say, we're glad to be here this morning. Thankful for all the faces we've got in the house tonight. We've got a real good crowd. And uh, very, very thankful for our visitors. If you would, I'll ask you to stand. Ask if anybody has an unspoken prayer request. Remember all those. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Anybody else have anything? What's going on? He said, uh, pray for him. He said, just as soon as he can, he wants to be back at church. And, uh, and another report, uh, uh, Dan Sutton called me. He had some tests run. I think I made prayer requests for that. And uh, the test came back so much better than the doctor anticipated. And uh, Dan said he, he knows that's because of prayer. And he thanks God for the prayers of the church, and he just he just wanted to thank everybody. Appreciate that report. Anybody else?
Appreciate Joyce. Appreciate that update and testimony and good good words. Um, I know every time Joyce has ever had to go back into chemo, I always thought, there ain't no way cancer's going to beat that woman. <laughs> she just always has a good a good nature about her because she follows the Lord. Uh, you know, Joyce's heart's where the Lord's at. And uh, I can say that about her. I, I, I'm so thankful she's here this morning. Glad to see Don and Lois with us too. Appreciate that. But, yeah. Yeah, I got a few texts from Don. Uh, just encouraging. I, I really appreciated that. You know, he wasn't able to be here, but... He was still a member of this church, and he was still given what the Lord needed him to do, and I appreciate that. It helped me. It did. I'm glad it's not just individuals gathering. It's, it's a group. It's a, a, great, um, a great thing to have a church that's willing to pray for you, to lift you up, and has a desire to follow the Lord. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, very, very excited for this morning. Um, I've been praying for it a lot this week. I thought, Lord, you know, if you could just let us have a, a little bit of conviction and, you know, Lord, if you just bring those people that are lost back, you know, we've got a, a lot of people searching for the Lord. And uh, it ought to be our heart's desire this morning to, to buckle down and pray for them, to lift them up and say, God, give them an opportunity. And uh, I tell you, Terry, Terry can't preach, you know, on his own. God preaches through Terry. And Terry does a wonderful job of letting God do that. And uh, it's our job to pray for him. So uh, I guess my, my request this morning is really lift up our pastor. Let's, let's pray for this service. There's a good spirit moving this morning. Anybody else before we go to the Lord in prayer? If not, oh. Yeah. Yeah, amen. Appreciate that. I was glad when I walked in, I seen him and teased him a little bit. WL, he's a, he's a good one. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, my, some of my earliest memories are uh, sadly with my nose in the corner in the Sunday school office because <laughs> I didn't want to go. But WL has always been a part of my life, and uh, I appreciate that. And It's because my life's, my mom and dad always brought me to church. That's where I always remember seeing him. Sitting in the church house. That's a good memory. If nobody else, I'm going to ask Uncle Bill to lead us. That's good. Appreciate that one. Uncle Bill, lead us. Well, most kind and gracious and all eyes, Heavenly Father, it's once again to be our hearts and our lives about the glory this morning.
morning. Thank you, Father, for this good spirit that we're able to feel that moves in the hearts and lives of the church this morning, moves in the lives of your people this morning. I pray, God, that we might be able to come together in one mind and in one accord and see you high and lifted up in our midst. God, that those that are here that are out there in sin and darkness that don't know this, our great Jesus that we're talking about this morning, they might be able to find him precious to their soul, Father, before they leave here this morning. Father, because we can feeling in our hearts. We know he's here this morning. God, I pray that you just might have mercy upon those that are needy this morning, Father, that they might be able to understand God, except they repent of their sins and believe in what he done under on Calvary's hill. Father, in hell, they'll lift their eyes. I pray this morning, Father, that you might bless the gospel. They might go out in his power and his purity, Father, and confidence run. God, to you who would send it this morning. Lead us and guide us now. Bless all these many requests this morning. Those that agree and broken Father, I pray that you just bless the like to ask at this time if uh, anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart. Anybody at all? Sure is good to be here, that's for sure. Anybody?
Appreciate that song. I had a thought while we were singing, um, you know, during the funeral. I couldn't have asked for a better funeral. I told Terry, I said, you know, you preached beyond what I, I even was expecting for. And um, my, whole, my whole mindset about that was, Lord, just help my people. Help my people. Help my people. And Because uh, that's what my grandpa would have wanted. But in order to do that, God had to be a part of it. And uh, I want you to think, you know, I, was, I, I, loved, I loved the view from up here sometimes. I don't like being up here, but I like the view from time to time. As they sung, you could see the people with the tears in their eyes, just thankful for what God's done for them. You could see it. It was evident that God has done things for each and every one of us. And, uh, you know, my thought this morning is, you know, at your funeral... What do you want? Do you want people to know where you went? Do you want people to be happy and rejoicing? Because I tell you, I was glad that even though it was a sad day, I was rejoicing knowing where my grandfather went. I didn't worry. I didn't have to at all. I knew without a shadow of a doubt, he went to be with the Lord. And uh, that his grandchildren he left behind were going with him one day. Don't let your people wonder where you're going. Don't do your people a disservice by not letting them know what you've got. And don't, don't do your family a disservice by not showing them what you've got if you've got it. I tell you folks, it's good to be here this morning. There's such a good spirit. Let's really pray for this service. I believe somebody, somebody can move. And uh, I'm just going to turn it over to my pastor. Oh, it's good to be here. I believe Kurt's going to sing, pray for him. Song uh, came on my heart, and but you know, God, God told me, uh, hold your seat and. Uh, and then uh, the youth group got up and sang, God is still good. And, uh, you know, uh, God is good. I, I'm so thankful for my God and, uh, you know, what he's done for me. He gave me a beautiful family, a beautiful church. You know, he's, uh, he provided me, a, you know, I believe uh, with all my heart he gave me that job. Uh, you know, uh, it just, that job can't, you know, Pepsi it came out of nowhere for me and came at the perfect time, uh, you know, and helped me with, uh, you know, uh, with Jonah uh, or uh, his therapy and everything. Uh, it's been a big help to us and been a big help to him. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just thankful, you know, how good God is. And, uh, you know, we got to listen to God. Uh, he says, hold your seat, you know. There's a reason for it. I held my seat and uh, got a blessing out of it, and uh, and uh, so uh, so just pray for me. I haven't sang this song in a long time, and uh, <clears throat> you know, and you know, another another thing I was thinking, you know, uh, this world is just 
every day it just seems like you know I can't even stand to watch the news anymore because it's just it's just sad and you know even watching TV there's just there's just so much worldly things that you don't I don't even want to get into but you know a lot of people can probably even think what I'm talking about it's on every TV show now and you know me and my dad was talking about it the other day and you know I'm thankful I can come to this place come to church and uh leave all that worldly stuff out and I have a place to come through to I got a home to come to and uh you know, and one day uh, I ain't going to be here no more and, uh, you know, and I'll be uh, in that heavenly place and, uh, you know, and I, while I'm here, I need to be a light to my kids. I need to be a light to my people and uh, so just pray for me. <clears throat> I've got a vision of a heavenly country i've dreamed dreams of its beauty so rare and i'm anticipating all the joys that's awaiting when I will finally get to meet my Jesus there, I'm on my way home, I'm waiting to be called away, and it won't be long till that homecoming day there forever with jesus i will be for i will live eternally i'm on my way home i'm on my way now I can't complain of this life I have lived, for the good Lord has blessed me with an abundance of grace. For one day I'll reside, and with sweet rest i'll abide and i'll finally get to look upon my savior's face i'm on my way home i'm waiting to be called away and it won't be long till that homecoming day there forever with jesus i will be for i will live eternally i'm on my way home i'm on my way
long time, and, but uh, it's on my heart. from the 29th uh, chapter of the book of Proverbs and I don't hardly ever do this but God's put it on my heart this morning 
I'm going to ask you all to stand while I read this verse. Uh, perhaps that will help somebody focus on it more. I don't know, but I just, I checked that and come on my heart. And uh, I'm going to read this verse twice. I'm just going to read one verse. I'm going to read it twice. It's in uh, Proverbs 29 and verse 1. And listen real carefully. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed in that without remedy. Now, now, let me read it again and focus on it. Take it in. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed in that without remedy. You might sit down. <clears throat> and, uh, boy, that uh, scripture came on my heart, and uh, uh, God just really gave me a burden for it. And uh, I, I wrote down some definitions. And uh, I want to use a text this morning uh, uh, the word's not taken from that verse, but this is a text that come on my heart. Don't cross the deadline. Now, we use the word deadline in this age we live in now. We use it like we've got a deadline to pay your taxes or a deadline to make your reservation. But uh, I kind of like uh, researching words just on a natural sense, and so I researched the origin of the word deadline. It was interesting to me. Uh, the, word or, uh, the word origin of deadline started in, in 1860, and it dealt with prisons. And back then, they just have a prison house, very simple, and they didn't have the, the fenced courtyards around the prisons uh, like they have now, but they'd dig a trench. They'd go out away from the prison walls, and they'd dig a trench all the way around the prison, and they call that trench the deadline. And when they let the prisoners out of the house to... Uh, maybe exercise or get some sunshine, they'd warn them, don't cross the deadline. And the reason they called it the deadline is because they'd execute them if they crossed the deadline. There was a boundary there. And so that's what I want to use that word, uh, that phrase, don't cross the deadline. I need to use that this morning. I want to define some of these words. Won't you pray real hard? Uh, he that being often reproved, and uh, I looked up the definition of the word uh, reprove uh, in the, the Hebrew dictionary, which is what this is written from, reprove. Uh, to be reproved, that's when God's speaking to you, when God's reasoning with you, when he's given correction or new direction, and it all boils down uh, to what Brother Jordan mentioned earlier. It's talking about conviction. And Sister Karen mentioned conviction. Well, what's conviction mean? Uh, when I was a lost boy and the gospel reached me and the Holy Spirit stirred my heart, and it told me I was guilty. And so when God's Holy Spirit tells you that you're guilty, there's a sense of conviction there. When we uh, ask that people uh, feel that conviction, we're not wishing something bad for them. We're wishing something good for them. When I felt that conviction, I didn't like it. I didn't uh, think it felt good. I, I didn't want it. I, I wished I could have gotten rid of it. Uh, but I'm telling you what, when I'm looking back at my life, I thank God that he convicted me, and I, I felt that uh, sadness and that heartache inside. I remember that feeling of how sinful I was and uh, how dirty I was inside that I needed to be cleaned up. Folks, uh, that, when God, uh, when God uh, comes through and he often reproves us, uh, that's what that's talking about. I, I remember, and I pray real hard. I, I like to uh, feel that conviction this morning. 
Uh, I've had a burden for some folks all week long and uh, even beyond, but I like to see God uh, speak to people's hearts. and I like to see somebody move for the Lord this morning. But he that being often reproved uh, hardeneth his neck. And uh, so our research hardeneth your neck. It's have a, a stubborn reaction. Uh, refuse to turn, uh, uh, to go uh, negative uh, to the reasoning that's coming to you. You know, the Lord said, come and let us reason together. Uh, he didn't mean there was any compromise in that reason. It meant if you'll come by faith to him that you can see the right way to go and the right things to do. I'm telling you what, uh, I'm glad that I'm saved and I'm glad I'm on my way to heaven. Uh, I'm like Jordan. I appreciated uh, Elmer's funeral. Uh, it just amazed me uh, how powerful it was. But God's able to speak to people's hearts and God's able to do things. And, and then, like I said, pray real hard this morning. I want to take my time. I want to try to preach and preach right. Uh, don't he that being often reproved hardeneth his neck. Boy, when God's calling you, uh, don't turn him away. He said, uh, if you do that, he that being often reproved hardens his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. It's not, not just a natural destruction. Uh, but my friend, let me uh, go over in the New Testament and get a scripture that's very familiar to everybody. Uh, the Bible uh, is over in the book of Luke. Uh, talks about it. Uh, said uh, there was a, a rich man uh, that fared sumptuously every day. And there was a, a beggar named Lazarus that was raised, uh, laid at his gate. And he was, uh, I'm telling you what, Lazarus was in bad shape. He desired the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Uh, but in process of time, uh, they both died. Uh, when Lazarus uh, died, boy, I preached a little bit uh, about this in Elmer's funeral. When Lazarus died, the angels uh, carried him uh, to Abraham's bosom. Uh, boy, I believe that happens to every one of God's children, Billy Ray. Uh, but when the rich man died, he lift up his eyes in hell, being in torments. I'm going to tell you what, uh, the rich man had crossed the deadline. Uh, he'd went too far. Uh, uh, I had a man ask me once, uh, well, let me go ahead and get this scripture. Uh, there's another scripture come to mind. There was a rich man in the Bible, uh, and he was doing so good in a natural sense. Uh, his uh, barns were full. Uh, he was uh, prospering on every hand. And, and he said, uh, what shall I do? He said, I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and I'll build bigger ones and I'll fill them up. Uh, and then, then I'll say to my soul, uh, soul, uh, you got plenty of stuff. Just sit back and take it easy uh, and enjoy it for a long time. Oh, but the word of God come by. Uh, 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 Brother Carl, and God said, thou fool, uh, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall these things be? Uh, well, listen, uh, I'm gonna tell you. I had a man ask me once. He said, preacher, why is God so hard on rich people? I said, God's not hard on rich people. He said, well, he said, God doesn't want you to be rich. I said, you've misread the scripture. God doesn't care if you're rich. He just doesn't want you to put your riches ahead of him. Uh, well, let me illustrate that and prove that a little bit. Uh, back, I think it's in the 11th chapter of sec, or Second Chronicles, maybe. I hope that's right. Uh, uh, God's uh, talking back there, and he's talking to Solomon. Uh, Solomon had just become king after David had died. God come by. He said, Solomon, uh, what would you like for me to do for you? Uh, Brother Ronnie, uh, uh, Solomon, in his wisdom, he told God, he said, well, uh, I'll put it in my words. He said, well, my dad used to be king. Now you've let me be the king. He said, God, I just want you to give me some wisdom. Uh, help me to have some understanding so I can do my job and be the king of this great people. Uh, well, he wanted to help the people. He wanted to do what was right. 
God said to him, Solomon, because you've asked me this, you've not asked me for riches, uh, you've not asked me to be famous, uh, you've not asked me for long life, but you just asked me for wisdom and, and understanding uh, to be the king of this people. God said, because you've asked me that way, I'm going to give it all to you. Oh, that uh, goes along with what uh, says over in the book of Matthew when it's talking about over there. Uh, listen, Matthew said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these other things will be added unto you. I'm telling you what, uh, you can have uh, plenty in this life. I've got more than I need. Uh, uh, would you say you're a rich uh, preacher? Well, in a natural sense, uh, I wouldn't describe myself as rich, uh, but I've got way more than I need. I could get by with less than I've got. Uh, so I guess in that way, I've got a plenty. But down in my soul, I'm like Lazarus was. I'm rich beyond measure. Praise God. So listen, he that, uh, uh, listen to this. Boy, I've got a burden this morning. Uh, my heart's heavy. I like to see somebody get saved this morning. Let me read that again. He that being often reproved, hardeneth his neck. If you stiffen up, if you stiffen up uh, against God and you're stubborn against God uh, and you're not willing to turn away, God wants you to turn. I'm telling you what, it'll bring you destruction. And when it said, he shall be destroyed and that without remedy. Boy, when the rich man that I was preaching about, when he lifted up his eyes from hell and he asked uh, Father Abraham to let Lazarus uh, come and just dip the tip of his finger in water and come and uh, to cool his tongue, that couldn't happen. Uh, Abraham explained it. He said, uh, there's a gulf fixed between us. Uh, nobody can come one way or the other. Uh, well, uh, praise God today. Uh, you don't have to go to hell. Uh, you don't have to be wishing to get out of there. You can get saved while there's time and opportunity. Uh, over in the book of Ecclesiastes, he prayed real hard. And there's a scripture coming to mind over in the book of Ecclesiastes. I think it's chapter 9, verses 10 and 11. It said, what thy hand finds to do, do with thy might, uh, because there's no work nor device uh, nor uh, wisdom or knowledge in the grave whither thou goest. And then he, the next verse goes on. said, I returned and I saw under the sun. The race is not to the swift. The battle's not to the strong. Bread is not uh, to men of wisdom. But listen to this. Time and chance happeneth to them all. Don't miss your chance. Don't, don't go across the deadline. Well, uh, listen, when I was just a young uh, preacher, I come across that scripture and I was studying and I said, God, I'm puzzled. I, I, I don't quite understand what that means. Where it talked about there, uh, what your hand finds to do, do with thy might. I thought, I know we can't work our way to heaven. Uh, so what's it talking about? And God took me over in the New Testament. Uh, in the third chapter of Matthew, I was reading uh, about John the Baptist. He came preaching. You know what he was preaching? Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then down in the fourth chapter of the book of Matthew, after Jesus had been baptized by John, then he was led of the Spirit into the wilderness. He was there 40 days and tempted of the devil. And after that, it said, Jesus, after that, he went and preached, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, what's that got to do with it, preacher? Well, here uh, is the, the picture I get uh, when I was a lost boy and God was calling me and the gospel was knocking at my heart. God was saying, repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, what's at hand? Well, something's at hand. Uh, this uh, bottle of sanitizer, it's at hand. I can get a hold of it. Uh, I can get a hold of it. Billy Ray, it's at hand. Uh, I reached it out and Billy Ray got a hold of it. 
of it. That's at hand. God brings the gospel in reach of us so that by faith we can reach out and we can have it. And so, now listen, that's what it's talking about. What the hand finds to do, do with thy mind. In other words, I do it. I don't let your time get by. Don't cross the deadline. Don't miss your chance. That scripture that I read to you over in Corinthians when I first was opening up this morning uh, that the Lord uh, was giving us there in the Bible about in the day of salvation, I have succored thee. Uh, in the day of salvation, uh, I've uh, tried to help you. I've reached out to you. I've offered you salvation. And so, uh, praise God, I'm glad now is the acceptable time. I'm glad now is the day of salvation. Uh, when the Lord's calling to you, speaking to you, you can get saved. And listen to me today. Uh, you don't have to be a, a real good person to get saved. Uh, you don't have to be a real bad person to get saved. You don't have to be anything or any category. All you have to do is come and repent and believe the gospel. Trust Jesus Christ as the Savior of your soul. Uh, praise God. I'm glad that I've got a God like that. I, I'm glad he loves me. And I'm glad uh, that Jesus come and died. Uh, he first loved me. Boy, I, and I'm glad what uh, somebody said, uh, maybe Carl taught it in Sunday school, maybe Jordan said, I can't remember, think it was Carl, I said, in the foreknowledge of God before the world ever was, he'd already given his son Jesus to die on the cross. Talk about a gift. Boy, the wages of sin is death. If you go on in sin, you'll die and go to hell. But the gift of God is eternal life. Well, preacher, how do I get that gift? Uh, you just believe it and, and ask the Lord to be your Savior. When I was a lost boy and so shy and hesitated to move, but God spoke to me. I said, I can't do that. I can't walk up the aisle. I can't do it, God. But God said, yes, you can. I'll help you. And when I stepped out with my palms sweating, my, my heart pounded, and, and I was nervous, but I came to an altar. Boy, I'm glad I did. There have been some things in life, uh, Andrew, that I've been glad that I've done. Yeah, some things I've been glad that I've done. Uh, but I'm telling you, if you add them all up and you, you put them uh, in a list, all the things I've done, Billy Ray, and you put over here this one other thing, that when I come to Jesus, that outshines all of it. The, everything I've ever done, everything God's ever given me. Boy, I'm telling you what, the best, the best thing that ever happened to me, I got saved and I'm on my way to heaven, John. Uh, praise God today. Boy, glad y'all are here. Uh, listen, I'm glad I'm saved and I'm glad, I'm glad all of you are here. I just met some of you this morning. Glad you're here. Praise God. I'm glad more than anything, I'm glad God's here. Uh, boy, I feel him. Seemed like when I was just getting started, I was worried. I said, Lord, I need you. Uh, and I, I felt the Lord already. Seemed like I, I struggled a little bit starting, but boy, I can feel him now. I'm glad he's come by. I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's knocking at somebody's heart. So listen, I'll get you a song. That's probably enough preaching. They hadn't preached long, but I declare today, uh, somebody needs to come to Jesus. And if that somebody's you, if you've never been saved, God, let's all stand. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Uh, doesn't make sense to die lost and go to hell when God's offering you salvation by his grace. You can't earn it, you can't work it out, you can't deserve it, but you can have it because God loves you. If you're here today and God's speaking to your heart,
and you need to come to Jesus, well, I beg of you, do that. Please come while they sing. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Let God help you today. Let God bless you. God cares about you. God knows everything about you. God will help you today if you'll just come to Him. Boy, I praise God that I didn't harden my neck against God when He was reproving me. When God was speaking to me, when He was advising me, when He was encouraging me, when He was calling me, when He was giving me a new direction. Well, I praise God. I praise God that I didn't harden my neck and stiffen my heart against God. Well, I praise God today. I praise God that salvation's available to everybody. And let me say something else. If you're saved today, are you serving God like you should? If you're not, come and let's pray about it. Whatever you need is today, God can handle it. Let's trust God enough today to mind Him and obey Him. If we feel that longing down inside, feel like something's missing, something's out of place, something's not quite like it should be, God can fix that and will. God will fix that if you just come to Him. Will you do that today? Come and let's pray about it. Come and let's talk to God about it. Come and let's follow Him today. Let's find the Lord. Would you come? Would you please just come? Just come and let's pray. Come and let's pray. Let's obey the Lord. this little boy and when I began to get concerned about needing to get saved I, it puzzled me I thought what have I done but the Bible said we've all sinned come short of the glory of God it wasn't a matter of I've been so awful bad it was a matter that I was a sinner I had sin in my soul I've never been born again and I, I quote the scripture seemingly almost every service anymore Matthew, uh, John 3, 3. Jesus was talking to Nicodemus in John 3, 3, and he said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Boy, how, how wonderful it is that we can be born again, but how awful to think about somebody missing that, missing their chance, crossing the deadline. I want you to give great consideration here today. If you, if you feel just an inkling, it doesn't have to sound like a shout from heaven. 
You know, in Proverbs, I think it said unto thee, old men, I call my voices to the sons of men. That meant men and women, boys and girls. It doesn't have to sound like a shout. I use this expression, this illustration sometimes. I know Linda's voice real well. If she's off through the house and if I hear her holler, well, I'll go see what she wants or holler back. If I just heard her whisper, is that Linda, is that you? If I heard her whisper, it didn't have to be a shout. If I just heard her whisper, I'd go see what she wanted. To the best of my recollection, Barry, that Saturday night I got saved. I wouldn't say that that call was maybe as loud or as strong as it was the first time or two I heard it roar. But it was there, and it was God, and I got saved. Boy, I got saved. I'm glad that I got saved. God didn't save me because I was a preacher. He didn't save me because I was a good boy. He didn't save me because daddy was a deacon or mom was a Christian. He saved me because when he knocked at my heart, I didn't refuse him. I didn't harden my neck against him. But I repented and I come and I believed and I asked the Lord to be my Savior. Would you today just come and ask the Lord to be your Savior? Don't wait on anything else or anybody else. I'm glad Sean's come. It blessed me when I seen you coming out there to sing, Sean. Sing whenever you get ready. When I've heard of some people who claim Somebody that old time Jesus. religion was real, so I said I'd Please go down, Jesus. take a look at the Please crowd, come to Jesus. for it's just this week come and let's talk that to I feel. So I walked Listen up that the song. steps and I yeah. opened the door. Praise the Lord. The devil said, don't you go in. Please come. I said, come it on. won't hurt me. I'll just step inside. And I'll sit as far back as I Please can. Come. But something got a hold of yeah. me. Yeah, praise God. Something got a hold Thank you, Lord. of me. Well, I'm glad something got a hold of me. I went there Thank for you, spied, but I oh, tell listen. you that night, something would got you, a hold of me. Listen, step out now and come they and like they We're not here to judge you or pick on you. We won't ask you any questions about your sins. That's all. No need. You know when about them. God knows more about them. Pray, I'll just just come. Get up and leave. come and let's pray. I don't want to be good to get rid of this bad feeling. Wouldn't it be good to get rid of this agony that's inside? Wouldn't it be good to get rid of this heartache, doubt, and wonder? And yet, if you're lost, you have to be alarmed and afraid of dying and going to hell. How mean Boy, that sums it all up. Why? Why keep like hanging on to that? Let's come to the altar and let's pray. But let's get rid of that. Got a well, preacher, I don't know if I'd fit in. I got news for you. Nobody something fits in. But God, when me. he works on us, he fits us in. I went there you don't have to shape yourself up. Tell you you can't shape night. yourself up. Something but if you'll come to Jesus and his reproof me. and his call, now I sat He'll in fit you in. He'll put you in the building where he wants you. You'll fit. You'll be special. You'll fit exactly. To pray. Would you come? 
The fire on, fell folks. from heaven. On, I knelt folks. to the floor. I God's prayed calling. there that God Would have you his come? way. I'd like to pray with you. And you now I know there's no need to doubt. For I got Listen an experience that. that night. You get something, you don't have to die out. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I found that salvation Amen. is right. Cause something got a hold of me. Something got a hold of me. Amen. I went there for spite, but I tell you that night, something got a Amen. hold of me. Yeah. Boy, that's real. I appreciate that song. I appreciate that song. With heads bowed and eyes closed for just a moment, I'd like to ask you this. Not using this to trick you or put you on the spot or to come to you and embarrass you. But you know, everything has a step or two. We take little steps and we start, and a little more steps and we start. Sometimes just a little step of admitting where you're at with Jesus. Sometimes that helps so much. If you're here today and you know you're not where you need to be with God, let's start with the lost people. If you're here today and you realize you're lost and you need to be saved and you want the prayers of God's people and you want God to have mercy on you, would you just raise your hand? Boy, I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one just raise your hand? Just admit, I'm not saved. I, I'm not where I need to be with God. I appreciate that one hand that was raised. Would there be another one? Can you just do that? Just say, yeah, I'm lost. I'm, I'm not saved. I, I won't publish it. I won't come to you. One more. I just seem like I feel like there's one more needs to raise your hand. I don't know. Let's talk to you that are saved now. Are there some here today that are saved that you just haven't been living for God like you should and you know you need to get in? Would you raise your hand? Anybody raise your hand? I'm saved, but I'm not where God would have me to be. I'm just not where God wants me to be. I need to get in where I can have power with God and I can help somebody. If you're like that, would you just raise your hand? Just raise your hand. Well, I don't see any hands to that. And I thought maybe I would, not being judgmental. I just kind of felt like it. I think I saw one hand just then. Okay, open, open your eyes, raise your heads. I'm going to sing one more verse of song. And if you need to come, whatever your case is, Whatever your case is, you might say, I just don't exactly know where I'm at. Well, even if that's the case, and if you know that you're not where you need to be, God can help you sort it all out. Come while we sing this verse. Please obey the Lord. Go ahead. Yeah. Right, amen. That's right, John. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. And I see that relates to my salvation experience. Right. Come on. God called me into church. My pastor begged me, and I turned him away. Yeah. And every time it got harder and harder. Right. Your heart gets harder and harder. That's true. There's only so many times. See, God showed me what it was going to be like when He didn't call me no more. Right. And I couldn't feel that love that I could feel every day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Amen. Boy, it's good, John. Yeah. Yes, sir. Reed. Right. Right. Yeah, buddy. Amen. Well, I appreciate that testimony, John. That's powerful. Right on the mark. And while we sing this verse, respond to what John said. Respond to what God's saying. Respond to what the preaching said. Respond to this song. Would you come? Take one step. And come on. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Right now, right here. Please come. Somebody's just on the edge of coming. You know what the problem with that is? If you don't take that step and get past that edge, you've not come. And if you keep going like that, it talks about sudden destruction no remedy if you turn God away and miss your chance and cross the deadline sudden destruction and no remedy oh God help us help us God help them that needs to come service. Just wonderful seeing everybody. If nothing else on anybody's heart, just be seated if you will. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll mention this that we've got here. Got a revival announcement. This is at Living Word Missionary Baptist Church. That's uh, on Princeton Road down in Liberty Township. Uh, Mike Callahan used to be the pastor there. Now his son Jason Callahan is the pastor there. They're going to have revival. It's starting March the 22nd running through March the 27th. From uh, It starts at 7 o'clock each night. On Saturday, it starts at 6 o'clock. Pastor Chase Lay uh, will be there preaching, and Chase is a fine preacher. And uh, I said to also have special singing nightly, Lord willing. And so remember that and pray for that revival. Anything else? Go ahead. 
We do have our regular youth group today, so that's for all ages. We'll meet out here in the fellowship hall. Um, we're going to have a taco bar today, so that's really yummy. Um, we're going to have that for lunch. The younger youth, um, which is ages first grader through a fifth grader, will be here till three. And they are allowed to stay without a, an adult for youth group days. Um, and then the older youth, which is sixth grade and up, will stay all day. So please come if you can. If you are younger than a first grader and you want to stay, you're allowed to stay as long as a parent stays with you. Um, so everybody is welcome, and we will have choir practice at 5 o'clock, and Lord willing, we plan to learn a new song. So um, if you are a young adult or an older youth, um, and maybe you can't stay all day, if you could come back at 5 and sing with us, that would be great. Thanks. Any other Appreciate that. Thank you for that announcement. Let me give you this report. There was a nice group that uh, met out yesterday uh, where Tom Lease lives at, out at Primrose and gathered up by the windows and the door there to their dining area and, and sang to them. And uh, boy, Tom was thrilled. He said, uh, uh, tell the church I appreciate them. He said, I love everybody. I want to get back quick as I can. Not only Tom heard that singing, but there were a lot of the residents there that heard it. And uh, Linda, she nudged me. As we were singing, she said, look, some of those people are singing. There were some of those folks in there that were singing along with us, knew the words, and they were singing. Some of them were clapping their hands. They got excited. And so uh, I just was well blessed at being there. I appreciate everybody that came out and helped with that. And uh, Tom was excited, and he was well blessed. He said, you, you've just made my day. He said, I appreciate you folks. And so I wanted to mention that. Anything else before we come to close? Okay, let me tell you this. Uh, we'll dismiss this the way we've been doing it. In just a minute, we'll have folks stand and have a closing prayer. And then uh, our deacons that are in the back there, they'll release the congregation from the back a row at a time and uh, let you go out. And then they'll have the offering plates out there in the back. If you want to put something in the offering plate, you can do that. And uh, that way we'll go out a row at a time. That'll kind of keep us spaced out a little bit and uh, uh, help us with everything. So anything else? If not, everybody's seated stand. Brother John Kyle, I want to ask you to pray dismissal prayer, buddy.